you guys. It's your girl D Woods. Rise and shine. It's your girl Lady Life. And we have a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hey y'all. I'm <laughs> Kaya Alexandra. Okay. In the place to be. <laughs> In the place to be. Okay, Kaya. We'll we'll dig deep into who Kaya is and what she does and how she's a benefit to the black community. Absolutely. However, how was your week? It was good. It was it was very eventful, very productive, very exciting. I just got back from Houston uh, with Dallas Black Dance Theater. We had a residency down there mm-hmm. at the Hobby Center. You know, that's dope. That's, that's super. Shows. Hell yeah! Oh, dancing. We'll we'll get there. We're not there yet, <laughs> lady. How was your week? Pretty good. Uh, it was cool. I'm back to that now. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so let me let me bring you up to speed. <laughs> Lady every week says she's a cool, fine. Um, it was okay. That, those are the words she uses. Okay. She never elaborates on her week, which is okay. That's fine. So, um, but y- last week she she went more in depth than how her week was. But it's okay now. We're back to the to, to the normal uh, lady. So, uh, anyways, because you don't care. I did have a chance to go to a listening session. That's dope. The yeah. list, the listening the session. Listening session. Okay, so how yeah. was that? Super dope. Um, Maya Piata, Math Tracks were the feature artists, our creatives represented, and um, they both had amazing um, projects and portfolios. That's dope. I don't know where Maya's been. Like mm-hmm. she's like a hidden gem in Dallas. Right. Um, but yeah, it was it was refreshing, giving me a lot of India Ari kind of uh, yeah. vibes. That's a good come yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, we don't have that right now. No. Like that type of genre, we yeah. don't have that. So that's actually dope. Yeah. Um, I've been to the listening session. Have you been to the listening session? I don't know what the. Oh, we gonna put you on is. game, yeah, girl. Put you okay. on game um, for the, next the listening session. Shout out to them. They host the usually like two artists, and they kind of give an interview on on stage. Essentially, it's a great setup. It's very intimate, mm-hmm. and basically each performer has about you know three or four sets of like songs that they do, okay. and it's so dope. And then they interview them, and and that's just kind of the, how they interchange that that vibe. But it's it's very like. I don't know. All the all the all the lights and everything is on the yeah, artist. It's, okay. it's a nice venue. Um, mm-hmm. It was at an independent bar and kitchen. Yeah. And um, it was just a really really nice atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So before D starts talking shit, how was your week, D? I was just about to say something. Yeah, I know you were. You took a, that that drink, that <laughs> sip. It was about to get real in here. Um, don't ask me about what's in my cup. I'm not. I, I was I, I was just trying to quote Lil Wayne. Uh-oh. But I forgot some of the words. So, anyways, my week was uh, my week was stellar. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was cool. It was real cool. Uh, You've what been did traveling I, and whatnot. I've been traveling. So we had a podcast, and I talked about my 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 epic adventure through um, Arizona and then Cali. And then um, this week was pretty productive, though. Like it's it was I don't I don't know. I say productive, but it was um, innovative. Let me say that. Ooh. I came. <laughs> you like she like when I use other words other than shit and ass. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it was. I I, I felt. Um, I felt. I felt something in me inspired I felt to. When you did that little smack just then. <laughs> Fuck you, lady. <laughs> okay, I, I'm trying to get the people to understand how I was feeling in the week. But okay. anyways. I got some things cooking now. Now I have things cooking and that feels better that I'm putting my wrist to work. You hear me? So, okay. Oh, oh, you like, 
Flip you better hype me up. Flip it. You better hype me up, lady. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Oh, shit. Uh, anyways, okay, so we need to talk. And we don't need to talk about R. Kelly. We don't need to talk about Jesse. And we don't need to talk about well, Ja Rule's terrible performance during the Milwaukee Bucks halftime show. But what we do need to talk about is black excellence because yes, this is indeed. our last show before um the 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 new month and i just want kaya speak to us about what that means to you what does black excellence mean to you black excellence is um representation mm-hmm. of what our people because we we span across a very wide diaspora when you talk about black people mm-hmm. um, everywhere we go and we've Everywhere we are in the world, we've built a lot of things up. Uh huh. We've built a lot of things up. And um, black excellence is not just continuing to build and be the foundation that a lot of society thrives on, mm-hmm. but um, coming up to the forefront and claiming that and representing face to face saying, hey, that's my shit. I did that. Um, and being proud of that and kind of making people right recognize that right that is that exactly that that is i couldn't have said it better myself right so don't don't ask me the question <laughs> i was just about to flip it right right to you lady oh, what man. are your thoughts about what kaya just said <laughs> <laughs> oh man um anything to add i mean it is i'll just i will add it'll probably be it'll probably sound like i'm echoing mm-hmm. um it's definitely about representation and how we present ourselves um to the rest of the world Mm -hmm. not just and it's not really about just the rest of the world Mm -hmm. but also how we are showing the future generations you know what i mean at this point black excellence is about what we can hand down it's like legacy at this Mm -hmm. point you know what i mean um because a lot of people regardless of whether i want to believe it or i notice it or i see it there could be people looking up to me so how do I represent myself, um, not only to my peers, but just in general, so that someone else looking at me is like, okay, now I understand what black excellence is, especially if I'm going to be the type of person that hashtags it or wears it on my shirt or right. anything of that nature. You right. know, I think it's a little different when you don't, um, I guess, pretend or mm-hmm. uh, what's the word, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. If you're not trying to uh, say, okay, I'm the person that's going to represent what black culture is and should be mm. i get it you don't want that burden but for most of us who are really proud of who we are proud of our her- heritage we also have to be um concerned about the type of legacy and what other people will say when they talk about their heritage so but to piggyback to, to piggyback off of you i and and you kaya i think that we are the generation of spark i think that yeah. we are the generation that that we may not start the legacy all of us the black excellence legacy. Right. I think we definitely are the, the spark in the generation. We the we're we the engine that start. It. We turn yeah. it on. Yeah. And I think once you know our kids, we will instill that in them to create maybe that 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 longevity of yes, the legacy indeed. that we need. And while I speak about longevity, this week's vibe is longevity, Ooh. and I think it's it it speaks volume to how you want to carry yourself throughout life and how mm. you want that that life to also carry itself through your genes, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So um, that that's kind of how I feel about it. Okay, so tell us, who who inspires you the most? That's what I was just getting oh, ready to say. Oh, well, shit, we on no. the same way, my yeah, nigga. Yeah, I was, I was saying, you know, <laughs> Go what ahead. would be a good example of black excellence for you? Um, 
the examples of black excellence are not necessarily headliners in the media. Yeah. Um, I know that my personal experience, I've been motivated and kind of seen the standards set before me by a right. lot of people, mm-hmm. specifically women in my life. Um, I graduated from Howard University, and Woo-hoo. that was the first HBCU to have a full dance program where you could earn a bachelor's in dance. Wow. Oh, which, that's you know, dope. In the, I think in the... In the black community, especially these days, it's not necessarily something like you're going to college for what? Mm. Um, (laughs) But the woman who who had started that program, Dr. Sherelle Berryman Johnson, who is not any she's no longer with us on this earth, but um, she's the definition of black excellence. You could talk to her about anything if you weren't already intimidated by her stature and physical demeanor. Um, but you, you could make a comment on anything going on in this world or that had happened within the last 150 years. And she knew something about it and she would be able to not only challenge your thoughts to, to question how much you knew, but to see how well you're able to represent something that you say you believe in. Mm. Right. Um, that's the definition of black excellence to me. Mm. Um, I mean, all of, I have a lot of very close friends to me that are not afraid of stepping out on, you know, um, unsteady yeah. <laughs> branches to right. go for what they really believe in and creating their own platforms and creating their own spaces where they can thrive um, with their creative capacity. And that's, that's excellence to me. And it's doing all of those things with integrity. Indeed. You know, indeed. Indeed, I, I, I agree. I know, right? Um, I, you keep leaving us speechless. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let Kaya do the keys to life. Right, she, she, she got it. <laughs> um, I would say, you know, for me, um, it's kind of the same. It's, it's other representations that may not be mainstream media right now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I look on history and think of, like, Harlem Renaissance, mm-hmm. um, Black Wall Street, things that um, – our ancestors were able to do in spite of Mm -hmm. like if we had the if we had the same obstacles that they had a lot of us would fall i've heard before like as we get wiser we also get weaker so we're empowered with a lot of technology and a lot of other things and and we have access to a lot of resources and information but at the same time um we're not as strong as I, i uh, my opinion mm-hmm. may not be as strong as some of our ancestors because uh and, and i read a good book that was about the first i think seven uh black billionaires or mm-hmm. would have been billionaires in our lifetime um and the things that they went through to amass that amount of wealth mm-hmm. regardless to the fact that slavery was going on this was going on that was going on um and so um it's just interesting to see those things like i don't know what i would have done in that time i would have probably been a strange fruit hanging from the tree mm-hmm. my mouth is just is too terrible that's and, just why and we were rebellious so. we were born why we were born in god the time knew. that we were born because right. god knew either we could have handled it or we would have just handled it handle it like right. there yeah. there is no in between i think with our generation i heard that our generation is like the drake generation the like soft mm. kind yeah. of like we express our feelings we yeah. want you know and i think that's good for us to experience that as a black culture because we went through a, a lot 400 years of just suppression and um, I think that now we're at a place where we can uh, excel, but also say, shit, you know what? Y- you hurt my feelings. Like, mm-hmm. that hurt me. And I think that's important. So, anyways, I think, uh, well, I think, I know that black is the, is be, is popular. Like, oh, we are popular. Our culture is popular. Oh, yeah. We push culture I, forward, period. 
Hands down. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. I just didn't want any discrepancy with we that. We the water. Yeah. We the water. We the literally. We the water. That Everywhere. is the title of the podcast. <laughs> we the water. We are the water. We. Oh, mm-hmm. sorry. No, no, no. We're gonna say we the water. <laughs> we the water. Uh, they gonna get it. Yeah. <laughs> it don't matter. This is uh. This record is Glass House by Kyle Dion. We're gonna let this funky record ride, and we'll be back, y'all, with more creative culture. slacking now i was just about to say the same thing yeah. lady we've been on the same page i don't know what we drinking but we drinking <laughs> something you heard me we the water we the we the we water, water. yeah uh, well, welcome back everybody let us know the water that's flow uh jay prince you you are really good at segwaying let me give you your flowers <laughs> while you're here you're really good at segwaying okay come on uh whack a wavy I, I think the first joint by uh sorry who was it i'll be <laughs> <laughs> that was that was fire. We yeah. was up here pop locking, dropping. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, that's not what we was doing. What was the, what's it called popping? The wave. We were doing the wave. We were oh, just doing the yeah. wave. Oh that's shit! Yeah. Wave. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to read a book about dancing. That's <laughs> all good. That's all good. <laughs> hey, we the water. You know what I mean? We set trends. We don't follow. I think both tracks was wavy. What about you guys? What do you think? Oh, oh, look. sorry, sorry, sorry. Whacker wavy is the scale that we rate things on. Wavy. Yeah. 
Okay. okay. Wavy. For both? Yes. Okay. Most definitely. You better be honest. Hence if if you don't like some, say, right. say say you don't like it. Oh, I will. Okay, cool. All I right. will. All right. Well, welcome to Beyond the Lens. Beyond the Lens. <laughs> Lady, um, tell them what it's about. We, we got the Oscars uh, coming up. Is it so white? It's not as white. Uh, it's, it's got a lot of sprinkles. It's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because this is uh, Spike Lee's first time being nominated for mm. Best Director, and he credits it to the Oscars So White movement, uh, Twitter movement. Mm. So, again, we the water, man. We um, the water. And uh, which and, uh, another first is they won't have a host this year. Again, because Kevin Hart and that whole debacle last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. So now they're just going to have a lot of different presenters. Whoopi Goldberg and a few other people will uh, be a part of that. And um, so for Best Picture, mm-hmm. I would ask if uh, in terms of films that you saw last year, what did you think if you could only nominate? Uh, I mean, out, okay, first of all, we already know Black Panther, right? right? But what other films, you know what I mean, black films do you think if we had our own award show? Uh, we put in the category of best picture. Oh, well, I'm going to just uh, shuffle past that to Kaya because <laughs> now that I have to think about, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you cannot send that shit back. Uh, um, right. uh, we're going to make this a little I'm easier. Just, well, so. because I'm thinking about the films that came out last year. Okay. And, uh, and I only went by the list that was presented to me. Okay. And I had no idea what three of them were. Uh, so, okay. Okay. and I think that that shows that they just nominate who the fuck they want to yeah, nominate, yeah. like, to be honest. So, so uh, but Black Klansman. Yeah, Black and Panther, Black, Black Klansman, pa- Panther and Green Book. And Green Book were... Three of the films that we talked about on our shows. So. Have okay. you seen... I've seen uh, Black Panther, obviously, and Black Klansman. I haven't seen Green Book. Okay. Green Book was pretty decent. Green Book, yeah. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it wins Best Picture. Uh, off top, like yeah. Black Panther. Off, off out of all the movies that we just not gonna name, definitely Black Panther. Of all yeah. of of most movies, period. Though, <laughs> right? Like of the, last year, exactly. yes. All of like the the elements of production and everything else everything. was quality. And that sorry to that that goes back to the topic of Black excellence. Uh-huh. You talk about you know supporting and recognizing people not just because it comes from, you know, the culture or yeah. it comes from black representation, but it's excellence. Yeah. Like you don't mm-hmm. even need to put the black in front of it. Right. It's excellence, period. You could hold it up to anything else in the category right. because it has integrity, you know? You Okay. Black Panther was an speak. excellent film, no matter, you know. Yes, indeed. Right. Indeed. I mean, Straight it up had the down. water. Right. right. It but, had the water. But I mean, okay. you know, it, was a, it was a great film, period. Black Klansman, I mean, Black Klansman was was good i don't it was good it was just elaborate an elaborate story that was believable it's a real story or, uh, well they elaborated on some some of the parts yes. Yes. oh i'm sorry em- embellished is a better word yeah. to use in i'm getting my dictionary Lee, together in true spike lee fashion he had to yeah. okay yeah. Um, but he like surf it. He surfs the that fine line of absolutely. being corny sometimes. Mm. And I feel like some people will check out in films like that. And that's you know what? I think that that's, happened with the uh, Chirac. Mm. Uh, no, I think no, 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 no. Y'all didn't check out in Chirac. No, I seen Chirac, and that's why I can say no. I I never thought about it that way, but she's correct. I do think he makes it a little corny in what he does, and we be like, that's whack. And I don't think that's why we tune in completely to a film. 
uh, like speaking for or us up to a certain point at least yes yeah. yes i think we support but then we're like what the fuck is this and i think that's what black Klansman was good yes it to me just wasn't enough Hmm. Interesting. That's how I I feel about the what film. What would you have wanted to get more from? You, from the or film, more or out f- of it, yeah. Um, if there was anything like specific, I don't I don't have anything specific. It just kind of you know how some just don't. It just need a little bit more seasoning. Yeah, and I feel like that film needed a little well, bit more seasoning. Thing, though, for us, uh-huh. our culture, we could stand the seasoning. When I tell you, when I was watching the film and it was over, mm. it was silence. People mm. were scared to move. It it was one of those films that was uh, thought provoking. Okay. It was it was very. For sure. um, it, it touched a lot of people across the board. So that element of uh, a little less seasoning, I think, was needed in order for it to be digested by more than just us. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, f- I feel you. You get what I'm saying? We couldn't no, put, no, no, we no. couldn't put the Tonys on it. You know what I mean? No. I no. I feel you. Yeah. I. I I think you need a little cayenne pepper, but that, I, that's because I'm from Louisiana. I but know, that's, I know. anyways, I know. um, we, we can only do pepper. <laughs> that's all they can handle, right? And I know that's it, and I get it, I get it, especially for it to be nominated for it's nominated. So let's go back to your first question: Who would we put in there? So right now, I think "Sorry to Bother You," uh, yep. "Blind Spotting," yep. um, "Creed 2, and that's for me. That might not be for y'all, but yep. that's for me. It was good. Creed Two, and um. The hate you give, yeah, mm. yeah. I think yeah. that we we left off a, a, how powerful the hate when, you give when, was. When did the hate you give come out? It was in 2018. No, I mean like what month was it? Later like in November? the November. Um, okay, that's probably, maybe I don't know. Don't. And that may be why it wasn't um, uh, another reason why it didn't, didn't make, make that the cut. Deadline, yeah, yeah, because there's a deadline for October. submission. Yeah, it was too late. It has to be. You have to be submitted by September. Mm. So it goes from October. So it because it's in October, it may get put into next year's Oscars. It may. That's like yeah. a, yeah, there's a lot of us is coming out. Like, you know, there's a lot of movies that are coming out that yeah. I don't think, I, we, it we just, if, you, if you're going to put the Black Klansman in a category, mm-hmm. then the hate you give to me needs to be in yeah. the same category. Same yes. thing with uh, Blind Spotting and Sorry to Bother You. I mean, they, they were all in that same time frame um, in which it was just like, yo, okay. It was we, a lot. We, we get the message, or at least we know what message we need to be hearing more often. So what did you think of, um, so you've seen Sorry to Bother You? I've seen half of it. Mm. Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen, I had to go, so i seen most <laughs> of it. I didn't see the ending, which is probably the the, <laughs> the best part. <laughs> but what do you think about it from what you, what you consumed? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Um, movies like that, I, from what I saw, and I really have no business speaking on it because I didn't see it in its entirety. Okay. okay. First disclaimer. Okay. However, I think that movies like that do an excellent job of, because of the content of the work, mm-hmm. have an excellent job of pulling people in to feel comfortable and then making them un- uncomfortable as fuck, mm-hmm. which I feel like is mm-hmm. what a lot of people do get out of yeah. the story mm-hmm. um that's all i'm gonna say that's all. kind of like get okay out. okay it's kind of like what get out you pull people in yeah they have no idea what they're gonna they, see yeah and then it's like oh snap i just knew it was a horror film with black people yeah. right so and i was thought. and I, 
yeah <laughs> i mean i knew it had like kind of this like racist kind of flair yeah. yeah but you don't really know what to expect other than like the the comedic relief that right. they put in the trailer right and that's what i feel like us is like if they're showing us all of this it has nothing to do with this shit right. that they're showing us right so i just can't wait to see that um i think he's doing a great job uh and one movie that we met left off if bill street could talk Yes, but again, it was uh, later in the year, so it didn't. Oh, okay. It, it wasn't no, gonna... it's nominated on other things. Yeah, uh, Regina King is oh, nominated you know for what? it. They probably had their submission in. If Bill Street Could Talk was supposed to come out way sooner than it did, and uh -huh. the date kept getting pushed and pushed, and I was like, when is when am I going to see this film? Uh -huh. um, but the other thing is because they had already gone through, uh, I think, a couple of other, uh, what do you call those, uh, film festivals or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's, that's how they made the made the cut essentially but yeah that was a good film any documentaries you guys seen that you would feel like should should be in a other category? than quincy quincy was excellent quincy was late in the year remember yeah. we and it's netflix yeah. so roma I mean, so. speaking of netflix roma is the only film in there and it's going to possibly shape how we start seeing the oscars in the future because it's the first time any kind of netflix uh, thing is nominated mm. and so Have in streaming you know what I mean it's, uh, it's a new thing mm -hmm. so depending on how this goes maybe next year we'll start seeing more, more streaming projects and people can feel a lot more comfortable putting their projects on Netflix knowing that hey I could possibly still get um, awards or get you know mm. accolades from my peers okay the one of the categories that I feel like we really should talk about and Kaya I don't know if you watch these but you can let us know mm -hmm. uh, best animated film and the uh you don't watch an animated movies it's okay it's not recently be I, i'm still stuck on my vhs collection of all of the original disney okay films. here we go so with another vhs person do you still have the vcr i have the vhs and dvd combo mm. Mm. and it works like you still yeah. got it yes mm. That was like if I'm not on Netflix or Hulu, so I'm plugged it to my combo. Coco, uh, if you <laughs> y'all should see my collection. It's oh, no wow. joke. <laughs> Holla at me. So our last guest, she had wait. the VHS, but she didn't have the VHS player. Um, so I'm going to tell her that she can hit you up and maybe y'all can have a VHS. I still uh, have my authentic VHS. Um, tapes at my grandmother's house though everything wow. from the color purple to the proud family on dvd i got you proud family man that's oh a good yeah one. i'm that's about that life bro i'm about that life oh wow the you keeping the black excellence alive you oh, yes. the experience is alive through kaya okay so the best animated featured film spider-verse um, Spider-Verse is in this category into uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse is in this category and it, it's it's a phenomenal movie. I've seen Incredibles 2, um watching Ralph Breaks the Internet tonight, Isle of Dogs and Myra or whatever that is. I didn't care about none of the other ones. Spider-Verse. But Spider-Verse I think told a great story of how we are all superheroes in our own verse of life yeah. i need to catch up yeah yeah indeed. i mean it's dope do you like marvel let's let's I end do. there i do okay because i'm, a, I'm yeah a, no we we on the same page okay cool <laughs> i got a friend <laughs> <laughs> lord have mercy uh this is can't keep running gordon banks we're gonna let this record ride y'all and we'll be back with more creative culture
new project father of four mm-hmm. i would say this father of four has earned a newfound appreciation um <laughs> in my book a offset can now be in rotation if he keeps this up that's all i'm gonna say yeah yeah i think both tracks was wavy you're doing a damn good job over there lady mixing wavy. and djing and all of that water shit wavy. Water, water wavy yeah. the wave is coming through okay it might have been a tsunami Uh-oh. Uh-oh. um Okay, so welcome everybody to Now in Rotation. All right, so we just heard Father of Four. Um, lady, have you, what do you think about Father of Four? I think that it was, um, it makes him stand out from the rest of the, the group. Um, Agreed. Definitely. I don't know what that mess was Quavo put out. Um, <laughs> that shit was trash. <laughs> like garbage. <laughs> Um, and so it wasn't the fancy trash. It was actually the dirty trash. He tried to be fancy trash. Um, and so burn it. No, nah, but this 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 project Offset did. Um, here's the thing. While I can find a new appreciation for him and his style, what I don't need is for him to do uh, or for other artists to try to emulate this style. It's only one. Like I can handle him doing it. Like. Same thing happened with Future. It's like, okay, Future's different, unique, whatever. It took a while for him to grow on me, but then there, all these little baby Futures started coming out the works, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, 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 no. Just because he's popping don't mean a lot of y'all need to start doing that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it. I think it was curated well as far as the sequence of records leading mm-hmm. up to Legacy. By the time you get to Legacy, it's definitely in the trap vein. Um, 
the joint he did with Cardi. Cardi came with her bars, of course. Finally. Uh, Damn. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> We've been waiting, Cardi. Yeah. Shit. She did that. She did that. I, it started off great. Like, just the 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 self, uh, I'm sorry, the it's the same name as the project. Father of Four. So, that's the first record yeah. of, of the project. I was like, okay, I appreciate yeah. the vulnerability, you know what I mean? And him talking about things he went through with his kids, things he wants to do for his kids. Um, it was very his, honest. Yeah, you know? Admitting his shortcomings. And he does that a lot through this project. We mm-hmm. also find out, like most uh, of us, that his grandmother was a big staple in his life. Mm-hmm. So um, it was just a cool little, it was a cool little thing. Have I don't want to talk too much. Yeah. Have you heard the project? I have. Do um, you? Uh, to piggyback on what Lady said, it was a different face, uh, yeah. kind of separating him from the group, and then very human. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was I honestly, when I started listening to the project, I was ex- I was gonna play it straight through as uh-huh. it is in order. Uh-huh. I expected it to kind of feel like the same wave the whole time, right? But it definitely fluctuated, so yeah. I appreciated that. Omg, um, that's amazing. I couldn't pinpoint like a one track that I liked over out of the whole thing, mm-hmm. but um, I listened to it straight through again, which says a lot. Okay, that's dope. I mean, I, I don't even have any more to yeah. say. Y'all said pretty much everything I felt about the project. I think mm-hmm. this was better than Takeoff and Quavo's projects that yeah. they put out. So I, I'm glad we ended on this one. Right, mm-hmm. right. And maybe they'll get back to the, the actual culture of of the Migos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And bring us some real hits. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, moving on, Kalani. I was yes, just about indeed. to say. Kalani. Okay, listen, I'm not a Kalani fan because she did my boy. Well, she didn't really do my boy. Okay. Yeah, so but she did my boy, you know, Kyrie. I'm a basketball player. No. So, yeah. like, the whole situation was like, mm. but anyways, this this project, mm-hmm. to me, before y'all, to me, it was it was dope. Like I was like, I could sit through this and I let it play. Yeah. And it was really, um, it was curated well. Yes. In it my, was, in indeed. my opinion. With the perfect um, features. Yes. 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 You, uh, was the first track with music? Yeah. Yes. Music, music Soul Child. Child. Yeah. Then I was like, if, when I first saw that, it was like, oh, it's going to feature music. What kind of record is this? Right. Yeah, I was kind of right. skeptical about yeah. that. He can't be on everybody feature. Right. No. And he hasn't really been on a whole lot of stuff recently anyway. So. Exactly. Like, okay. So this is a nice little, uh, pop up cameo mm-hmm. from him. Right. Um I mean all the records were were pretty wavy. It gave me a few of the records gave me brandy vibes. I was like yes. I feel like maybe this they, was they, written for her. Yeah. Um, and since she's not doing nothing, then Kalani's like, "Oh, you know what? I got it. I think I can try it." Mm-hmm. Um and she did well. She did well with with these. I think that yeah, go go ahead, Kai. Tell tell I us. I think about. that um cuz I've been rocking with Kalani since she was like passing out mixtapes mm. in like throughout the Bay Area and she has always I think her she has a beautiful voice when she Indeed. really uses it to her capacity mm-hmm. or she's just chilling on a track. But mm-hmm. I appreciate that she's always kind of had that nineties esque yes. style. Yes. Right. Um and it depends on what producer she's working with as far as the actual context of the music. Right. But she's always been very like very reminiscent of like the late nineties, early two thousands as far as the way she um, the way she sings and if she has any say so on lyrics and things like that right. and how she delivers them very 90s-esque and love then, the delivery but still very Bay Area like yeah. when mm-hmm. she gets into yeah. it like there's a song on one of her old projects um, Get Like and it's the epitome of like young lady <laughs> like okay. scraping through I don't know somebody's side show in West Oakland like yeah. it's, it's yeah. really yeah. really good um, but I enjoyed how calm I really loved the lyrics throughout the whole project. Yeah. Um, I had heard the joint with Ty Dolla Sign first because yeah. it was kind of more, you know, put out there before yeah. the whole project dropped. Yeah. And it's good. Like, 
Yeah. I'm a groupie though. Oh, I go yeah, hard I, for yeah, Kaylani. Yeah. I, I see, I see. <laughs> she, she went up in flames, and I said I wasn't really a fan. One of my uh, favorite she, records is with her and uh, B.J. the Chicago Kids. Um, um, uh, the songs you're talking about? Uh, yeah. One on one of their old projects. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think she was in her bag finally. To mm-hmm. me, let me say this. To me, I think she was in her bag finally. Yeah. And um, with nine tracks, I think that was enough. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. And the, 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 one of my my two thing. my two songs that I like actually have no features. I really kind of like the black feature, but I liked Phil's and I liked the track that she ended with Love Language. Love, yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. I think love. I think ending with yes. Love Language was like. I want to more. To me, that Indeed. exactly, and th- and that's why I feel like you shouldn't give more. Mm-hmm. Nine tracks, not ten. Don't make it even number. I think that that was so dope of her mm-hmm. to to put this together or her team to put this together because it's nine one man band. Right. But she's carrying a whole baby. Exactly, a whole baby. I thought about that too. <laughs> so, I was like, is this what's bringing us kind of a different side? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it could be. Yeah. You know that. Growth, man. So I, you know, to segue into. Um, too many damn songs. Exactly. Thank um, you. Eric Bellinger. It's an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, and I was, don't have an hour and 45 minutes. He's good to give for you, putting old music on a new project. He yeah. is. Like the yeah. last half of the project yes, is old is. music. Yeah, The Rebirth 2 by Eric Bellinger. I think that. It it played so well. I didn't even know I was at the end. And I think all the songs are are pretty much three to four minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not long songs. So I see how you could put that many. Mm-hmm. And Chris Brown did it. Like, yeah. And I did it and was successfully. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that this was a bad idea because all the songs, it, it, it's crazy because I don't think all the songs sounded the same. They didn't. There were a few that is like, okay, uh, I guess it depends on what space you're in mm-hmm. um right. but if i tell you what if you're looking for r&b this is it yeah. yes this, yeah you could put this on this is your playlist oh yeah it. straight through um but it's it's way too many uh, again it's a, the project is an hour and 45 minutes that's a movie y'all like i, I just, don't i don't have that kind of time for you eric i need some other people to to kind of flow eric, in and out of this whole situation <laughs> you do not know him stop using people's first name <laughs> call him by his damn full name I okay just, mr bellinger i don't know why I, okay, I get it. Like, I think because in the beginning, the way the whole project started, like, we're going to take you through, like, strap yourself in. Yeah. Like, right. we're taking yeah. you through this journey. And at the end of what, to me, is the end of the album, right. he had that same voice come on, like, now we're going to take you through some of your right. original favorite songs. Like, right. no, let me just listen to that project right. on my own time. Right. You don't Maybe need to put them separated. all together. He put a and concert I, together. That's and I think did. on Apple Music, it's titled, like, it starts over at one. Yeah, it starts it? over at one. <laughs> Drive by. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so bro. so if you had to choose between the first and the second, okay, I've only double this, disc situation. Mm, I mean, you, I, I I mess with this most recent one heavy, um, but I've only listened to it the, maybe two times. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I think uh, just to give y'all the names of the songs that I actually vibed with, I like that. That's what uh, why with featuring Nipsey Hussle. Yes. Um, yeah, I good. think that joint was tight. I, um, I like that one because Nipsey came in a different vein. Even though you could tell it's Nipsey rapping, it was still um, a little different, a, a different vibe for him. And mm-hmm. so I, I was kind of curious as to how, again, like uh, Kalani and music, I was like, mm, how is this going to sound? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but they did that well. Type of Way featuring Chris Brown, yes. that was, which was a single put out, right? Yes, that's mm-hmm. a um, I don't listen to the radio that often anymore, but I would assume that's the signal, a uh, single because obviously Chris Brown is the best featured artist. Right. I don't I don't 
think anybody could put a feature other than Quavo right now in this time. Damn, Drake. Those are the three top people that I think could body a feature every single time. Yeah, consistently. And bring a different uh, vibe to it. It's not going to yes. sound like their last song they was yeah. featured on. Right. I think, yeah. yeah. Another guy I mentioned before, BJ the Chicago Kid. Okay. I like hearing him on different records. Okay. Especially with rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it it just brings a, a different tone to yeah. our favorite artists, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, um, for sure. But I don't think this was a miss by Eric Bellinger in no way. No, not because at all. honestly, he's my best. Like, n- how do you how do you explain it? Um, undercut, not under undercover, but underground. Un- not underground, but underrated. Underrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. I knew it was one of them unders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go keep till we give what you got. Like, come on. Uh, I think he's the best underrated artist that's out there Mm -hmm. that's why all of our favorite artists sound like him and and he now is just in this bad mix of sounds because it's always been him who's written for our favorite artists yes and he's i mean i'm a little biased but okay his music over time is so california like yeah it just sounds like he don't leave like he just stays in california which i love and Uh But st- still, people will consider his music an acquired taste. Mm. You know what I mean? That's like you have to, you have to be that. in a certain I think mood you have or to be an R&B space fan. Mm-hmm. You, to yeah. appreciate him. Yeah, yeah I think you have to be a soul R and B fan to mm-hmm. appreciate Eric. Um, I don't know. That's or a good you grew point. up listening to Pretty Ricky. That too. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The content. The content. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah what I'm saying, if that, that era, yeah. like Bobby yeah. Valentino. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. I, you know what? That's a great IMX. point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yep. He's definitely a quiet taste, but he never gets out of California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think, I'm sure he, he does numbers taking his stuff on the road, but, mm-hmm. you know, he sounds like he's always in Cali. Like he sees like the beach every day. Like he's born, raised, just like <laughs> yeah. he lives that. He's about that life. Right. So. Facts. Well, uh, we're going to keep it moving with Sanctuary. This is El Hey, El High, featuring Big Crit. We're going to let this record ride, and we'll be back, y'all, to talk more with Miss Kaya Alexander. First, I got to say I'm thankful. Every time a nigga get up, get up in your temple. Girl, you know your blast from your head down to your nail. Say your nail. Body like a sanctuary, yeah. I need forgiveness Work you out like fitness Oh yeah, cause I know you like that Yeah, I know you like that Oh, oh my Grateful for this blessing of mine Kissing on your inner thoughts Oh, cause I know you like that Yeah, I know you like that I gotta say I'm thankful yeah. Every time a nigga get up, get up in your temple yeah. Girl, you know your blast from your head down to your nail Say your nail hey. Body like a sanctuary, yeah.
August Alcina from his Forever and a Day project just dropped. Uh, Wacka Wavy. I actually think his project was wavy. Yeah. Oh, but both songs was wavy to me. All right. Both Kay. songs were wavy. Okay, Sweet. cool. And we are now Keys to Life, and we're going to talk to Kaya um, and talk to you a little bit more about your life. We're going to talk that shit today, Kaya. Yes, indeed. Uh, so tell us uh, uh, where you from. And what I you do? I am from Sacramento, California, born and raised, and I am a professional dancer. I do not use a pole, but <laughs> I am a contemporary ballet and modern dancing okay. dancer dancing with a repertory company here in Dallas, Texas. Okay. And I love what I do. That is amazing. So no pole? No pole. Ever. Okay. Have you ever tried to do it with a pole? It was a formal class. Oh, okay. it was All a right. formal class. Yes, 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 I yes, bet yes. it would have been a formal yes, class. Yes, yes. It was a <laughs> it's a formal class for a birthday, you know. Oh, you know, one of those Groupon situations. Oh, okay. Now I know no dollar saying. bills, no Monopoly money, none of that. Oh, okay. Else, you know, that's that's this is black excellence sitting right here. So I'm I'm just amazed. Not that. knocking anyone's hustle. Okay. Right. And it's get art. It Don't get it right. twisted. It it is art. Okay. Because it's, it's not easy to hold yourself up. Shoot. The, you know what, lady? I have, it is a sport. <laughs> you might not like the people, I don't have but the, the sport. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Kai, um, what what made you go into this contemporary ballet I like how you had to switch up. Of, yeah. <laughs> of artistry? So actually, uh -huh. I got into dance on accident. Okay. Wow. Um, I grew up playing volleyball and basketball. Um, and it was my, the summer going into my sophomore year of high school, we okay. had summer conditioning Okay. and I was fortunate and spoiled to have the same coach in going into high school, um, that I did in middle school. Uh -huh. And I remember we had summer conditioning for two weeks and it was on the third day. Um, my little cousin slash best friend back at home, she wanted to audition for the dance team mm -hmm. at our high school mm -hmm. coming into the following year. And she was like, Kaya, you know, come with me to the audition. I was like, I got I got basketball. Right. Well, it's just summer conditioning. I said, no, summer conditioning is a big deal. Yeah. Right. Um, but I remember she was like, please come with me. You know, it's only going to be da, 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 da. So me and my arrogant, big-headed self, I told my coach that I was not going to be there on Wednesday. And she asked me if um, my mom knew about this because my mom did not play games like that. Uh -huh. And... Um, <laughs> And I said, well, not yet, but she will. And so I had to call my mother and said, Mom, can I can I go with Kayla to these dance auditions? She said, dance auditions? I said, yeah, it's just going to be one day. She doesn't want to go by herself. She was like, well, what is that going to mean with Coach Mack? I said, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, if you're willing to suffer the consequences. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. Right. We went up in there, and it was like hip-hop. And I didn't dance, uh -huh. but, you know, Kayla and I used to make up routines in the, right. in the living room. So I'm like, okay, I could do this. Like, dancing is easy, you know. 
and I made the the callbacks. What? So then I so they I had auditions. Did your wait, wait a minute? Did your cousin make it too? She did. She did. Okay. She did. She did. Okay. So she was like, you know, we got to go back, you know, because they have it's more than one day. So I'm like, okay. Um, so you gonna miss basketball practice again? Right. So oh, I told my mom first. I said, Mom. Um, she said, Look, at this point, you know, you batting a hundred. Um, you know, you write a formal letter uh-huh. to deliver to coach Mac uh-huh. and tell her, you know, why you're doing this. And mm-hmm. I had no intentions of dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I just wanted to, at this point I had a good time. Anyways, long story short, went the second day, man, they was doing turns and pointing toes and doing all of this fancy stuff that I had never seen before. And I was like, Oh, this is not fun. Can I leave? <laughs> um, but anyways, I, I made it. Okay. I don't, I still don't know how I made it. Uh-huh. Um, God knew. And right. right. And, um, I got a huge, le- I, you know, suffered a huge lecture from my coach and, um, about missing two days without, you know, especially cause I was ideally shooting to play varsity the, mm-hmm. the upcoming season mm-hmm. as a sophomore. And, um, I was like kind of in a place like, well, fuck it like yeah yeah let me let me See try what this. this is about right um and it was very hard it you know it was public school dance program um but the dance teacher at my high school she she tried to teach us as much as she could um hadn't had formal dance training or anything like that but we had so much fun we we would choreograph we would do performances at rallies like right. we were hype we were like those yeah, people indeed. on campus and um I fell in love with it and got exposed to just enough to really be interested in exploring and um you know going towards the end of high school I visited my dad on the east coast he mm-hmm. took me around to colleges and Fell in love visiting Howard's campus. Want to go to HBCU because of the concept. They would only one would a dance program, and right. the rest is history. That's so Sweet. dope. So, how has has being a dancer um, helped you express yourself, or does it help you express yourself? It definitely. It's my like. It's my release, and also my. Um, it's a scapegoat, but it's also a place to confront a lot of things going on in my world Mm -hmm. um I've never separated dance as a sanctuary to get away from something else Mm -hmm. that's going on um being in a repertory dance company meaning that we literally just do about every style of dance we always have choreographers coming on setting their vision on us to carry out in their ballet or whatever work they're setting um and a lot of the time we're required to take on different personalities or Mm. characteristics or literal people. Um, we just finished a ballet where I was literally playing a woman who's no longer with us, but someone who was active in the civil rights movement and came from Birmingham, Alabama wow. and experienced all these different things. And I'm like, I don't have those firsthand experiences. So yeah. it requires the research. And that's a, that's kind of a medicine, a healing to be able to yeah. play someone else through kind my physicality. Yeah. You right. Know? That's sweet. You talked about um, other choreographers and people coming in. That, have you done choreography yourself? I have. Um, I I used to direct a junior ensemble here mm-hmm. in Dallas. Okay. Um, so I got to work with them a lot as far as my choreography. But every year there's a project. Um, I shouldn't call it a project, a production, um, mostly for fundraising through Dallas Black Dance Theater called Black on Black. And it's all an opportunity for dancers to set choreography on other dancers and we Mm -hmm. present in a final show Mm -hmm. um and I've choreographed a few times the first 
year that I moved to Dallas, I choreographed a duet, which was very much so contemporary ballet vibes. Okay. But it was to uh, Look What You've Done by mm-hmm. Drake. And it was oh, actually from my mom. Dope. Yeah. So it was me and one of my dance crushes, uh, Terrell, who uh-huh. was dancing with the company at the time that we danced a duet together to that song. So mm-hmm. I love choreographing. I love I love to do. I love to present my work. I love to share it when I can. Yeah. That's that's so dope. Mm-hmm. Who have you been inspired by in terms of uh, choreographers or uh, dancers? Um, as far as choreography, um, Matthew Rushing, who's affiliated with him, Alvin Ailey, American yeah. Dance mm-hmm. Theater in New York. Yeah. His work is amazing, and what he pulls from dan- what he pulls out of dancers when they have to do his choreography right. is amazing okay. to me. Um, Darrell Moultrie is another amazing hard hitter. He'll be working with us these upcoming weeks. So okay. Fanning like, <laughs> out. Um. Um, you know, kind of the more mainstream dancers that people know about. Misty Copeland is a beautiful artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate seeing her uh, as a dancer, but more so I love the, the the marketing and the presentation that she continues to build on um, with her story and her technical background. She's gone through serious training in a short period of time. She started dancing really like late yeah. for mm-hmm. that, yeah. you know, kind of dance. Um, so I appreciate her as an artist and also as a businesswoman. Mm. I love watching her moves. So what have you been, so what's the project that you're working on right now? Like, what are you doing right now for the dance company you work for? Mm-hmm. Tell, um, a, tell us a little bit about it. So we are in the midst of, we're kind of going into our peak of touring. Mm-hmm. So we'll be hitting a lot of different cities. And uh, we just got back from Houston. Okay. Um, presenting relatively new works that have been set on the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but simultaneously, I like whatever I'm being inspired by with what I'm working on in the dance studio. I like that to motivate whatever personal moves I'm making as far as like curating events and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really like to host a showcase of um, of dancers mm-hmm. and poets because I've always been big on the poetry scene, especially here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, big on the artists that are here, at least. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of making those two worlds meet yeah. as far as kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um, a place to vibe yeah. for, you know, young black people in yeah. the city. So through your art and through your um, events, even um, what what do you want the audience who comes to your events which we haven't got into let's actually let's get into your events first <laughs> all right so i went to this dope event and i talked about it on the podcast i didn't really know what it was called but i was appreciative of the wine so it was <laughs> actually it was actually called the wine down right yes so tell us a bit a little bit about what inspired you to start the wine down and you know and when are we gonna have another one right right that's right <laughs> um i love going to spaces and experiencing something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime that I've had the opportunity to curate an event, I like to do that for other people. Mm-hmm. But more so, I see especially, I love Instagram. I'm always using Instagram to share or to express or to whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed like this new wave of people wanting to, especially young black folks, mm-hmm. um, wanting to really have have a good sense of self-love yes being centered and all these things and i think that a lot of people cling to these ideals or these images or these regurgitated statements that everyone else is using Mm -hmm. to drive whatever they're trying to establish for themselves Mm -hmm. and not to say that it's always superficial but Mm -hmm. it definitely leans more towards that Mm -hmm. um 
So, and all of that going back to the idea of meditation, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone can tell you how to meditate. Um, I do believe in being guided into meditation Mm -hmm. and hearing a lot of different people's experiences, be them my friends, my family say, you know, I really don't know where to start. I kind of feel uncomfortable. Am I supposed to be quiet? Am I supposed to sit in a certain place? Am I supposed to listen to anything? Right. And I was like, you know, Kaya, I, you know, I meditate on a consistent basis and I don't need to brag about it because it's not for anybody. Right. It's for you. Um, But I was like, what if, what if we create a space where people can come out, Mm -hmm. chill out, enjoy poetry, you know, get their sips in, enjoy artwork. um, But are they going to receive everything that that space has to offer if they're not already in a good headspace? Mm -hmm. I can't control how people show up, but I can help control how people move once they've gotten there. Mm-hmm. So we kicked it off with a guided meditation circle. Mm. Um, and I go to a lot of events mm-hmm. and that was definitely one of the first times I experienced many people from different backgrounds who didn't necessarily know each other mm-hmm. all kind of ride the same wave for the rest of the evening. Nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, we're on to something. Yeah. I, yeah. I just had brought my boogie board to get on the way because <laughs> I was late for the meditation, but I jumped I jumped my ass right in there. Yes. I so fit in where I could. Yeah. Before we get out of here, uh, Kaya, tell people where we can find you um, in the future, any uh, upcoming projects or product. I'm sorry, I'm back. Let me fix it. Uh-huh. Productions <laughs> that we can tap into to be a good introduction to dance. Um, so Dallas Black Dance Theater, um, the company that I dance for, we have two upcoming shows right here in the Metroplex um, on March 16th in Fort Worth. And then we have another one in Richardson the following mm-hmm. weekend. Um, and that information can be found on Dallas Black Dance Theater's website, which is dvdt.com. Um, but also any, you know, spoken word appearances or anything dance related, whether it's a company or just on my own, I'll always update my own Instagram, which is at Kaya, K-A-Y-A-H, Alexandra, A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A. And we get a history lesson and everything on her page. Yeah. <laughs> I be with it. I you be, be with, with it. Black yeah. Excellence sitting right here with us. You know me. It's your girl, D. Woods. And that's I-T-S underscore D-W-O-O-D-S. <laughs> Almost got a little too confident. <laughs> right. Um, of course, The Lady Life, T-H-E-L-A-D-Y-L-Y-F-E. And uh, also follow Creative Culture. That's C-R, the number eight, the letter V, culture. Life is what you make it. Uh-oh, D, go Sorry, ahead. I just want to say that I learned a lesson today, and this is the key to life. Um, you don't get tomorrow. You can't rewind tomorrow. You can't think about tomorrow. You have to live in today and live in the now because longevity. Longevity. Life is what you make it. Dream, design, create it. And ride out to fields with Kalani. It took a lot of hardship just to learn how not to break down and stop, babe. No matter what I've seen in the past, I want that impact that we grown now, baby. I can't let it slip away, drift.